0: Hi, and welcome to Serenity Now, a place for entrepreneurs to ask questions, learn, get connected and be inspired. Join us as we talk about all things business and the search for the ever elusive Serenity Now in both business and personal life. In this episode, we have Community Futures Fraser Fort George discussing a new program, Leap for Women in Business.
1: I love the name of your new program because it really follows suit on a leap. Is it a leap of faith, a leap in confidence, a leap in risk? It's, you know, it, it just stands for all of it.
0: This program was created just before the COVID pandemic and encourages women to grow and achieve their career and business goals through workshop and networking. How did they manage the program when the pandemic hit?
2: I think I was through the second module and that's when it happened. And so we we just moved on to virtual and we did the workshops and that particular workshop was very successful.
0: And how did participants respond to this change?
2: There was an intimacy that was built because, you know, they could have their glass of wine and have their cat on their lap and have their cuddly blanket. So. What I found was that there was a real depth of sharing.
0: Pretty good timing for what was to come. The lack of confidence in the business community period from this pandemic, it's almost like this program was designed and launched just in time to be able to support so many women um, going through career changes, looking at that, and and having the confidence to be able to execute on building out a business or looking into uh, creating a business. Community Futures works with businesses to cover funding needs, too. Learn about how this story panned out.
3: They came in our door in a little bit of a panic because the bank had said, oh, yes, well, this shouldn't be a problem. And head office actually said, no, you're not financing this company. And so they came in 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 a crisis. And they said, we have like a week to closing date.
0: How did the LEAP program resonate with women entrepreneurs?
3: It's really spurred some tremendous success in women across our region and helped inspire the growth and the confidence.
0: Wouldn't you like to feel this way about your business? LEAP has empowered success in the region for women entrepreneurs like this one.
2: And she said, I would leave the lunches thinking that I could do anything after being in that room of all these strong women.
0: If you are a startup or growth business looking for programs that include learning and connection, this episode covers the impact that Community Futures has made and helps you determine if this is a program that could benefit you. Take a listen. Great.
1: Today, we have two amazing business leaders joining us, and I'm very, very excited. Uh, so please uh, join Stephanie Sang and I, Rita Kim, in welcoming Susan Stearns and Mary Miting, or affectionately known as the Mighty Mary, uh, from Community Futures, Fraser Fort George. Welcome, ladies. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, no, this is gonna be a fun episode. So let's learn a little bit more about each of you and, and what is Fraser Fort George? Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are already asking that question, trying to figure out where are we in this world? So Susan, I'm gonna have you lead it off. Please share, us, uh, share a little bit more about your background and how did you land at Community Futures, Fraser Fort George?
3: Wonderful. Thank you, Rita. Uh, Fraser Fort George is uh, right in the center of British Columbia, basically. So we're sitting uh, north of Cornell. We went up to Mackenzie, over to the Alberta border to Valmont and back out to Clucas Lake. And what brought me to this area? Community Futures, actually. I lived before in an area that was uh, about two and a half hours west of Prince George which is the head office for the Fraser Fort George Community Futures. I used to give the manager of that way a hard time that he needed to retire because I wanted his job. <laughs> well little did I know he stayed around so I had to leave. So that is exactly why I came to Prince George was Community Futures was calling me and it was a passion that I just really wanted to go for.
1: Thank you, Susan. And uh, Mary, why don't you let us know how you got started with Community Futures? Was it also a calling just like Susan? Were you trying to get rid of someone to get a seat or...
2: No, I'm actually after her job, but she's not going to retire. She told me she's going (laughs) to die in that chair. So I'm going to probably have to move too. We joke about that. It's not true. though. Well, I shouldn't say that. I probably would move to the Okanagan if I was allowed to. Um, What brought me back to Prince George? Well, I spent 12 years in South Africa, actually, not earning any income so when i came back to canada i had to come back to my hometown and 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 be amongst my family and plus it was a very emotional time over there it it's you get into some burnout just with the poverty fatigue and uh and so i just needed to come home to canada and be in a place where we have enough and that's a really good feeling to come back to Canada and, and finding I was actually struggling a little bit to find work here because I also am a bit of a serial entrepreneur and having spent 12 years building a charity, somehow that doesn't compute to an actual work experience and so, you know, I had some troubles, and and even being in Prince George and and being, it's a very resource focused town, uh, mm-hmm. city, and uh, so, you know, I I, thought I struggled to find a place. And so, when I actually took over uh, maternity leave for one of uh, my my current colleagues and uh, stepped into the role as project coordinator, and it was a great fit because i had that business background and uh, also had run projects in terms of you know doing things within the charity fundraising and events and okay they were all for children but you know it's the same right women children you just on <laughs> yeah. the event um so yeah that's how i found myself back in back in my hometown and and landed well at community futures for sure
0: amazing I love these type of stories because it really shows like you never know where your career will go- take you. You go from print stores to South Africa or Susan you're eyeing somebody else's seat and they're like they're not moving so we're going to go here. So never <laughs> say never is a lesson that I learned very early on in my entrepreneurship. Um, what I'm really interested in learning is about community futures and the work that you do. We we are chatting with a few of your colleagues, um, and so we would love to learn a little bit more about your particular location and the programs within it. Maybe, Susan, give us a brief overview of um, what community future does. Uh,
3: Well, we were formed in 1986 when there was a huge economic downturn in the economy, in rural Canada was hit really hard. And the intent of it was to spur economic development through business development. The government at that time put in for community futures Fraser Fort George, we received right around $800,000 for loan money and some operating money. Little did they know that we were going to turn up $800,000 $800,000 into over $6 million 30 years later, and wow. actually have a portfolio that we could operate off of. So, we do loans up to $150,000 to support businesses at any life cycle of their business, from startup to somebody wanting to buy a business, or whether they need to pivot or expand and grow. We also support through one-on-one business coaching and helping work through some of the challenges that businesses can have. And of course, we can't forget, we celebrate with them as well. So it's not all about challenges. It's about celebration too. Absolutely. And then the other piece, Yeah, and then the other piece that we do is really projects, right? It, it, but we filter the projects through the lens of, What is it that we can do to spur or stimulate business? So we don't just go, oh, we're going to do a project. It's all about research development and helping businesses grow and develop and move forward. So when there was an opportunity, for example, for the LEAP uh, project, and Mary was the coordinator, I said, hey, that's right. This proposal and started shaping up what women and you know what do it would mean for women in business across our region and even across the north. And so her and I played that uh, idea back and forth and started to put together the proposal. And we were very uh, blessed to be able to have this funding because it's really spurred some tremendous success in women across our region and help inspire the growth and the confidence, but I'll let Mary tell you more about that instead of me going down that one. But ultimately (laughs) when we do projects, that's what it's about. It's about how are we supporting businesses and helping foster that growth and development across our region.
1: So thanks Susan for sharing uh, the history and the start with $800,000 and what you've achieved so far. I'm going to segue over back to Mary here because I heard somebody told me a little bird said that you started a brand new um, program in the midst of a pandemic. Mary, tell us more.
2: Well, we were toddlers, I think, when we got (laughs) sidelined, actually, we had, we were meeting together, having network lunches at one of the local hotels, Um, it was gaining some momentum. I think we had just launched our first workshop series for reframe for confidence. And, I think I was through the second module and that's when it happened. And so we thought, okay, well, let's wait for a couple of weeks before we try to get back together. So everyone said, yeah, no, we won't meet on zoom. We'll, we'll wait for the couple of weeks. Well, <laughs> a couple of weeks kept on going. And so we, we just moved onto virtual and we did the workshops and that particular workshop was very successful. We had we had one particular woman who came out of it, Christina uh, Bond from, from PG Toilets. She was purchasing that business. And uh, she sat through that one. And, you know, there was an intimacy that was built because, you know, they could have their glass of wine and have their cat on their lap and have their cuddly blanket. So what I found was that there was a real depth of sharing. And something that you don't get when you're in that sort of workshop environment with sort of, you know, business-like tables and chairs. And so, you know, there was a real intimacy that came out of it. And and the Reframe for Confidence workshop has really transform, transformed people. And we just keep getting... Uh, great feedback on it, like how people have decided that they're going to reach out and either start a business or maybe they're going to go for that career. We, when Susan and I chatted uh, about how wide do we cast the net? Because as Susan said, you know, we want to impact business in our region and economic development by by spurring business on and yet we know that women are sometimes transitional right they're they're they have a career one moment and then they go into business and then they sell their business and they go back to having a career so we we cast a really wide net so the reframe for confidence workshop uh you know established that and 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 got a lot of women willing to take a chance, like willing to take a risk where they didn't before because they had misguided or we all have perceptions of what confidence looks like, right? So we, we addressed that. And then we were to have a in-person event, uh, of our first annual conference in, in September last year. And so it was like, do we cancel it or do we go ahead and try and do it virtually? And no one had done it. Like there was, there was no service provider for it. There was, so we worked with a few businesses, our local business, also women-owned businesses. And they, they changed what, how they did events. And, and we managed to pull off a conference and we got, uh fairly good results for our first time out it was uh 160 participants and it was back in the day when nobody did virtual conferences you know so it was like "Ah, we don't (laughs) want to do that but we had great results with it and uh and hopefully we'll have great results in in october of this year also
0: that's amazing i feel like the pandemic has really changed accessibility especially in rural areas to be able to access programs like what community futures put together. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's a few other really interesting success stories that you had shared by email. Um, And there's one in particular, there's, uh, you know, one where a women owned business identifies um the business owner and identifies as having disabilities and I'm speaking of the granting wishes mentoring consulting um, would just love to understand so yes there's also toilet businesses and product businesses but there's also those who want to go into consulting and service base tell me a little bit more about that uh, success story
2: Well, that's that's interesting. That was one of one of the successes of the virtual program that we didn't anticipate was that we were actually going to go outside our region. And that and that woman was from outside our region, Brandy Butts, and she was from Vernon and she took the reframe for confidence. And, you know, I always say to people, you know, you get what you put in. And so she took that very much to heart and she did her homework and she pushed in and we, I, I just learned that she is working with uh, community futures provincially with the entrepreneurs with disability program. And she is heading up their peer mentoring uh, program. And that's a job and a contract that she did not anticipate going for, but she said that reframe for confidence and even doing the network lunches virtual with us was, um, set her up to feel like, yes, I can do this. And even if I doubt myself, I can still push past that anxiety and, and fear to, to actually take hold of this opportunity. And yeah, so she's working with the community for futures uh, provincially now. So that, that's
1: such an inc- incredible success story. And it really, I love the name of your new program because it really follows suit on a leap. Is it a leap of faith, a leap in confidence, a leap in risk? It's, you know, it, it just stands for all of it. So what, what an incredible concept. So you guys, yourself and Susan, you worked together to put a proposal. You won the proposal. were able to somehow figure out how to build an event and a program through a pandemic. And that led to a success story for Brandy. So this is incredible. I mean, that's an incredibly powerful reach. So Mary, earlier you mentioned, um, you know, a really interesting name, and and I know it's ridiculous, but you made me chuckle by saying PG toilets. Um, it just it just did, <laughs> and so I wanted to learn a little bit more about that story because it's got a fantastic background in, in a few different areas of reach that Community Futures supported, both the seller as well as the buyer of the company. So Susan, can you share a little bit more?
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, The sellers were our first clients with PG Toilets, who is a portable toilet company. And they came in our door in a little bit of a panic because the bank had said, oh, yes, well, this shouldn't be a problem. And head office actually said, no, you're not financing this company. And so they came in, in in a crisis and they said, we have like a week to closing date. We wow. Up, okay, let's talk about renegotiating that closing date first mm-hmm. and then we'll pull this together as quick as we can. And that particular business was over the 150000 that each office can lend. So what it meant is our office said, okay, we'll be the lead community futures we got in touch with some of our other fellows, Community Futures, and we pool our money together to make it enough for one loan. So they, they deal just with one office. and that That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, Susan,
1: sorry, I just wanted to jump in there really quick uh, after working with many business owners and financing uh, um, uh, buyers. Uh, and it, it does happen that 11th hour situation does happen more often than not. And, and I'm so happy that you were there for them as that backup, as that resource. And maybe others may be able to turn to you and say, let's, let's make sure we put community futures in the mix next time. So, and I really love how you guys were entrepreneurial in collaborating with other future, um, uh, with community future, um, branches as well to be able to get when needed done. I think the key though is is you being the point of contact, that first and only relationship that they had to manage or deal with.
3: It just makes it much easier for them to deal with one instead of having to try and figure out multiple contacts. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we do coordinate quite well, right across British Columbia. So, uh, you know, and pooling our funds for loans. Uh, That particular business ended up buying another uh, portable toilet company out in our neighboring community and continued to grow. And then Christina Bond came on as their manager, is how she was introduced to PG Toilets. And when the Awesons wanted to sell, they Approached Christina and she came in. And they both both parties sat down with us and said, We want to make a deal and make this work through community futures. So Christina worked her way through the process and, uh, the you know, with the support of ourselves and the seller, and uh, you know, the arrangements were made during that time. I believe that's when Mary met. Uh, Christina, through the LEAP program. So um, without the LEAP program, I think Christina may have sometimes went, oh my gosh, this is too much. But it uh, all started to work out. So I'll let Mary tell you a little bit about the LEAP program and how that filtered into the PG Toilet story.
2: Yeah, Christina actually gave me some feedback when I when I asked her how how had the you know because she participated in the leap network lunches and she said I would mm-hmm. leave the lunches thinking that I could do anything after being in that mm-hmm. room of all these strong women and then after doing reframe for confidence she just said I I knew that when you know we hit a bump that it you know I could still press forward I didn't just you know lose confidence in the process and and so that's how how Leap assisted unknowingly at the time because I I mean I knew she was in the midst of purchasing but I didn't know the difficulties that she was going through or how Leap was really affecting her but yeah she's she really rallied and uh yeah and now she's a proud owner and and you guys have seen the video of her moving those toilets around and stuff like she's incredible right and she's so pretty and so petite and then she just rattled this <laughs> <Yeah. time. laughs>
1: she really was wrestling those uh, toilets um I think you guys need to give her some more funding so that she can use something else, like a tool, a mechanical tool to help her lift and maneuver that versus, you know, her sheer
0: muscles. (laughs) So one thing that I will say is things happen for a reason and the lack of Mm -hmm. confidence in the business community period from this pandemic, it's almost like this program was designed And launched just in time to be able to support so many women um, going through career changes, looking at that and, and having the confidence to be able to execute on building out a business or looking into uh, creating a business um, or pivoting a business. And so I really wanted to thank both Mary and Susan uh, to come on tonight um, and chat with us about this. Is there anything that, uh, you know, any events that are coming up that you might want to just mention as well as um, tell us a little bit more about the next cohort that women who are probably listening or those who know of someone who could really you as a program like this could look into?
2: Yeah, so we you can go to to our website and uh, check out the leap for women in business page. We have a reframe for confidence workshop starting on July seventh, And we have found that it's very successful to be done an hour and a half over a lunchtime. So it's just an extended lunch, and we do it for eight weeks and we found that a lot of women can fit that into our schedule rather than two full days Uh, and so we have that coming up and then we have our second annual uh, LEAP conference and that will be October 26th, 27th, 28th and this is a bit of a a spoiler but Manjeet Minhas is going to be our keynote on Thursday and uh, yeah it's going to be a great session and uh, we hope that We've had people come all the way from Montreal and uh, Toronto to our network lunches. So we're hoping that anyone in Canada that wants to come to our conference will be able to attend because, well, it's all virtual.
3: Just so everyone knows, the website to visit is cfdc.bc.ca.
0: Amazing. So we'll put those resources in the blog portion of this episode. And I assume that if you miss this cohort that happens in July, there will be another one that will be happening after that into the fall, and on and on. And so please uh, stay on top of that and make sure. Mark your calendars also for the conference. I know I'm very interested in um, listening in and perhaps joining into that as well. Rita, I'm going to let you close this out.
1: I just wanted to say thank you again. You know, Mary and Susan, I've had a chance to get to know you both now. You, you are true, passionate, inspiring entrepreneurs that are actually funneling all of your passion and energy into supporting the growth um, and, and needs for the entrepreneurs in your area. So without knowing, uh, it sounds like you guys are shining an incredible light in your area. So keep shining that light. And thank you again for coming on.
3: Thank you for having us. Thank you. The
0: pandemic presented some significant challenges in rural areas, particularly for women entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoyed this episode where we focused on resources like the LEAP program. Maybe you know someone who could benefit from this podcast. Please share it with your business community and perhaps it can give an entrepreneur some serenity now.